What up, Podcast Nation? My name is Rob Wong, and this is another episode of Dating Smash. I was just going through YouTube looking for inspiration on what to talk about, and I happened to check Matthew Hussey's channel out, and <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if these videos are as bad as the titles seem to imply, but this is terrible. <laughs> Three texting secrets men can't resist. This gets him addicted to you forever. <laughs> And granted, like, it's probably, I'm imagining that this is very tempting for a lot of women, because here's this handsome dude, and he's, like, handing out the secrets to the kingdom, right? You just do these three things, and men will fall for you, son. <laughs> um, but it doesn't work that way, right? There, there's no relationship that you can earn by sending one random text to a human being, by saying one line to someone to get him to fall head over heels with you. Just can't be done. For the same reason why dudes cannot pick you up by giving you a, a witty pickup line, right? Like, that's not enough to seal the deal. Um, so... Today, we're going to correct some of the misinformation that I'm finding <laughs> on this fucking YouTube channel. Holy shit. Alright, so uh, the one I'm going to address here is, uh, he's not ready for a relationship? Say this to him. It's got 2.7 million views, so obviously people are interested in this subject. How do you get a man to commit to you? <laughs> And um, so there, there are three components here that would make any guy commit to you in a heartbeat. And if you have these three things going, if you have the ability to do these three things, nothing stands in the way between uh, of you and, and getting the guy of your dreams, right? Um, now, this is provided that you are clear, right? Like you have the ability to, to move past your past. You're not like transferring or projecting your dad onto the person that you're dating right uh and that you have the ability to get yourself emotionally clear when you're activated because if you can't do those things i'm gonna let you know right now that's gonna lead to endless fights down the road right once the honeymoon period is over infinite fighting because you won't be able to stop projecting your dad onto this human being and it will get in the way of your communication and i promise you <laughs> that, that's going to become a major problem later on. But if you can, then these three things are your roadmap to success. And the first component is making sure that he's heard, right? He needs to be seen in this relationship. In order for this relationship to feel special, and that's what you want, right? Because we only propose to people that are special to us. Um, you will want to be able to cultivate the ability to listen. And I mean, really listen. And this is something that human beings think that they're really, really good at, but most of us are <laughs> just fucking garbage at it. And the reason for this is that we live in an age of distraction, right? There are TVs on in every restaurant that you go to, every bar, your cell phone is constantly going off. There's social media, texts from other people, voice messages, calls. People have watches that let them know in case they happen to miss when their phone was going off. Everything is happening all at once. So in an age of distraction, focused conscious attention 
like being present, mindful in the moment, really paying attention to the conversation, that's a missing. And you've probably seen it in your dates too, ladies. This is something that doesn't turn up very often in men, but when it does, right? Don't you feel like you're with someone that who might be your soulmate? Like this person really understands me and they're so considerate. Consider that the emotions that you feel in that moment, the relief, the sense of being gotten, the sense of connection, right? The validation, all of that will be going through your man's mind if you can get your listening skills down pat. Now, that's going to require something, right? That's going to require that you solo task on this like a motherfucker. And that can be tricky for some people. It's hard not to be distracted. Um, so some things that might help. First, don't be afraid to interrupt. If he's going on and on and on and you're tuning out, that's a really good sign that this is a chance for you to jump into the conversation and ask some questions or request that he slows down, do something, stir up the action. What you don't want to do is have the just leave the door open for him to talk endlessly because that's a recipe for disaster, right? You're not here to listen to him talk. You're here for a conversation. The second bit that you can do is take on conversation like at any point in time you'd be asked to stop and summarize. In fact, you might want to do that from time to time. You'd be amazed by what this does for people. Like when you can recite to them like play by play what they were just telling you over the course of the last couple of minutes, people feel like you're really listening because you really have to listen to be able to do this. And when you can do that, then your man can be really heard in the relationship and then you can get that vibe. Okay, so moving on to the second step. Really important, this one. I would say this is a linchpin relationship skill. And if you don't have it, then you may notice that there's a pattern of activation and fighting in your relationship. That is to say, if you don't have this ability, there's a very high chance that you see of an endless pattern of conflict emerging. Like there will be seasons where things are okay, and then seasons where the fighting never stops. And that's because you lack this skill. Now, this doesn't make you stupid, dumb, or like, you know, this is not a should type situation. This is just something that would really benefit if you find that pattern occurring for you. So, what do you need to be able to do? Basically, it comes down to grounding and, and again, the first point, making sure that your man feels like he's heard. If someone feels really heard in a relationship and safe to share all the information they need to share in order to feel heard, then you'll find that there's not very much emotional charge. Just being able to listen is often good enough. And if that doesn't work, then you'll want to work on your grounding. What do I mean by that? Grounding is a way to get people out of fight or flight, right? So if, um, what's a good example here? If someone pulls a knife on you in like a parking garage or something, and then they run away, what emotions would you be feeling? Think about how your body would react. Would you get tense around the shoulders? Would your core tighten up? Would you feel small, uh, in danger? Would you want to run away from the situation? Would you be frustrated, angry that it happened to you? Just take on the full emotional gamut of that. And then think, how long does that continue to affect you afterwards? 
How long do you feel stressed out, tense, in danger? How long do you feel more keyed up when you go next to your car or in that same parking garage? Do you even start to feel not safe in your own apartment or your home? For most people, being in that type of situation, an unresolved conflict, will cause them to tense up. And when they're tense, it's much easier for them to get into a fight because their brain is like, well, it's time to fight, flight, or freeze. So when we're confronted by signals of conflict, like a louder than average voice, we feel like we're being attacked or we need to defend ourselves, we're way more likely to get into a fight. So grounding works by helping the body realize that it's not under attack. And the way that you can do that <laughs> it's really simple. Reassuring physical touch. Um, this goes back to just developmental psychology, right? One of the basic human needs is to be touched in a loving sort of way. Um, and when we don't get that, or rather when we get that, it's a very easy sign to us. It's like a pattern interrupt for the brain. It's like slamming on the emergency brakes. Hey, I'm actually safe, right? Because where else would I be able to get this kind of touch? If I were in danger, this wouldn't be happening. I'd be running away. So it can be as simple as rubbing his back, lying on top of him, holding his hand, giving him a hug. Um, and a lot of times you may notice that your man might not be receptive to that because he's so activated. So make sure you ask for his permission first and then just kind of sneak in. You'll find that by doing this, you're able to get your man to a place where he's actually much more grounded, much more calm and able to rationally talk to you, which is going to be invaluable when you inevitably get into some kind of fight about something that you didn't think you'd ever have to fight about. <laughs> Welcome to relationships. Was that condescending? I guess that was kind of condescending. We'll take that one out. Rewind, undo. Okay, so the last piece here is connection does he feel the spark from you is there a connection and this one's really hard to define for a lot of people like how do you get to a point where i have like strong emotions for another human being what even causes that and i think what you'll find is that it's a question of taking a risk and the easiest way for anyone to take a risk in a relationship is to share something vulnerable share something that you would not have otherwise told another human being in the beginning it's easy the relationship is all about risks right you don't know if he likes you he doesn't know if you like him so any hint that you like the other person feels like kind of magical right you're taking a risk they say like they reciprocate and it's like holy shit massive payoff but you can't do that later on in the relationship you both know you love each other <laughs> this is where sharing comes into play and this is where most relationships fizzle out we start taking the other person for granted we don't share about the stuff that we're embarrassed to share about and all of a sudden the connection dies the spark dies there's no intimacy because sharing is missing another thing another thing that tends to happen is that relationships will become unsafe right there will be a pattern of fighting and then all of a sudden it won't be safe to tell your partner certain things and if you look at any relationship you'll notice that there are certain topics that you will always avoid with this person whether it's your parents or your friends or your co-workers or your relationship there will be topics that you cannot touch upon whether that's 
whether that's like women that are attractive to your partner that <laughs> that are not you, <laughs> whether that's politics or religion or how your kids should be raised. And when that safety is gone, when there are subjects where you cannot freely share, that creates a lack of intimacy because there's no more sharing. No risk, no reward. So a big chunk of this is making sure that you are able, you're resourced, you're capable of holding the space for this kind of sharing, even if it's information that you don't necessarily want to hear. If you're able to take this on, uh, and take it on as like not an attack, but just as information that your partner wants to convey, then you're in a really good space to be in a healthy, loving, amazing, magical relationship. Because when someone is free to say anything to their partner, then they're free to share everything, right? That means that there's no more holding back. So to recap really quickly here, what you want to do is create three different arenas for your partner. The first is that they can feel heard. The second is that they can feel like you can clear out their negative emotions, their emotional charge. And the third is that they can feel connected and safe to you, safe enough in order to share whatever they need to share with you. And if you have these three components in place in your relationship, then you're golden. There won't be a need to send them a text or tell them this one magical line that'll make them super commit to you forever times infinity and always and have babies with you. Just these three things and you're golden. <laughs> That's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob and this has been another episode of Dating Smash and we'll catch you in the next one.